When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome. Is my mic on? There it yes. is. Welcome to the family. No. With. It's not called the family anymore. What are we doing it now? Is. No, it's the Tom it's Bernard It's the family podcast. on the Tom Bernard podcast. Which is very confusing. It is. Okay, welcome to our show. I don't have a clue <laughs> what it's is. called. So I'm Catherine Brandt, and I am here with. After a long absence, Hackmaster Ralph W. Basham, MD. Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen. And Andy Brandt Bernard. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant. What's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. Yes, yeah, saw your globe trotting. Mm-hmm. Globe trotting. It was, oh, it was nice. Oh. You went to Paris? Oh. How was Paris yeah, in how the was winter? Paris? Now, le meilleur, late fall. Le meilleur city de la monde, à mon avis. Exactly. It was just 
Unbelievable. Everybody's like, uh, it, Paris is going to hell in yeah, a handbasket. Yeah, Paris is kind of a hellhole now. Is it oh, actually? Oh, uh, it depends on where you uh, go. Actually, well, no. Actually, Lindsay, on multiple occasions, said, this is much cleaner than I ever remember it. Huh. And I'm cleaning uh, it up finally. Even, if we, even though we, we passed through Gare du Nord, it didn't look that, that rough. We took the air air from uh, Charles de Gaulle down to Châtelet. And it was, well, that's not a pretty route, but, but, usually. But the uh, people on it were okay, except for, except for the guy who had uh, tattoo sleeves that Ooh. went all the way down onto his hands, surrounded his fingernails, and on the palms of his hands. His hands were completely covered, like in gloves. Like the ink covered his whole hands. Uh, I didn't they, even know you could do your palms. Oh, you can do your entire... I think entire, we call that body dysmorphia. You yeah. can do your entire everything. There's one guy that has... Oh yeah, oh, not fingernails, not oh. fingernails, no around There's, his finger, all the way around his oh, fingernails. Okay. There's a guy that has his entire body except for his eyes well, are tattooed eye. black. You can do your eyes too. There there's, actually, a woman, there's a story. There's a story about a oh, woman about, that tattooed yeah. her eyes yep. and she's going blind. And her oh, seven-year-old oh, told her not her eyeballs. Too. Her eyeballs. I know. Yeah. Well, someone did it. Why would you do this? Uh, well, why would someone do it? Because they wanted the money. Now, the important uh. thing about that, what was this? You know, this guy, he, he was a reasonable guy. Very quiet, just relaxing there. No big deal. Was, he was going down uh, to uh, Cité or someplace. And he was going. And what, is, what was he carrying? Another, he was going to say he was going to Place Basti. What was he carrying? A Bible. No. <laughs> no. That, very good. Thank you. He was going to preach. No. He's carrying a skateboard. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. The no. skateboarders are, they, 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 yeah. uh, they West board. Palm Beach, everyone is skateboarding all the time. Yeah, they use it as transportation yep. in this. Yeah. West Palm Beach is a very, it's a small-ish it city. It is pretty small. It's, it's pretty skateboardable. You can walk it in 20 minutes, yeah. the whole city. Yeah, oh, a lot of people yes. have those um, motorized, it's a skateboard on one big wheel, the hoverboard. Mm, yeah, is that what it's called? I think they're called that. Yeah, I think they is are. Is it a hoverboard? Oh, the one big. No, the hoverboard's got the two wheels. This has one gigantic yeah. wheel. What are those? In the those middle. are called something. Yeah. yeah. Giant guy, wheel in the middle? Yeah. Yeah. It is yeah. called a one wheel. Oh, oh. Well, well. How simplistic. <laughs> Imagine. You know, there but, you go. But I would guess that maybe the naming of those things is, comes um, from people who are not blessed with a complex mind. I no. But I, so. I see a lot Seems of those, and there's a guy in our building, and he carries it into the elevator with him, and it's it's It looks big. heavy. Yeah. It's big, and it's heavy. the wheel's huge. And he said that it's very stable because of the size of the, of wheel? the wheel, and okay. he can go up to 20 miles an hour, and none of them wear helmets. Uh, I know. And they burn. Yeah, no, no, they and they were burning around Pierre Paris on those things on the streets. Now they have dedicated lanes for them to a certain extent. Burning along on those things, you know, 15, 20 miles yep. an hour. Yep. No helmets. I no know. nothing. No. Yep. They must scrape a few up off the road mm. once in a while. Every yeah. time my kids see somebody on a bike or something without a helmet, they're like, they should be wearing a helmet. They <laughs> yes. We have kids like teenage boys in our neighborhood who like to bike around and do wheelies and stuff without a yeah. helmet and melissa's like this kid's gonna get a concussion one day well i have a nephew that or had worse. had a bad yeah. brain injury because of a car accident and when you Not don't that you, you usually don't, wear a helmet don't, in a car you, i know but you don't want a brain injury yeah if you, you can prevent, prevent don't if you can do one. anything mm -hmm. to prevent it you should i know it i have a friend be, even a small even a small concussion can can manifest in different ways I know, later I on in life i have a friend that has a vespa and she's part of this like vespa crew they like Ride around oh, and a, whatever. A, a Vespa game. Does she have like? Does, does she have a vest she wears? You know, with, probably. You know, Vespa Vipers probably. or something on the back. But she's like very Badges. into her Vespa, and she never used to wear a helmet. Mm. And now she's pregnant, and I'm like, okay, you have to promise me one thing: you need to wear a helmet. Yeah. And so does the father. The neuron is, I believe, the only cell in the body that doesn't get replaced when it dies. 
Well, some so, do. Well, if you lose a neuron, it's gone. Bye-bye neuron. The dendrites. Oh, well, uh, no, the other part. Not the dendrites. The axon. <laughs> the axon. That can regrow. The axon but. can, but yeah, the, um, the actual dendrite itself, if that gets destroyed, it's gone. That's why once you get a brain injury, you usually can't recover. You can yeah. reroute, or the brain can. Yeah, that's what they were hoping with Trace is that he would, and he did. I mean, he did. The, with the extent of his injuries, the fact that he's alive is well, a miracle. And I've, walking. Mm -hmm. and I've always said there are worse things than being dead. Oh, yes, yeah. there are. And yeah. I tell you, what, some of those are closed head injuries. You know, mm -hmm. I. Yeah. You know, there's some people that can recover very well. My dad had a, a he had a closed head injury before I was born, that was of the kind that I have never seen anybody, anybody survive. He had a basal skull fracture. Oh. He, I've seen no one survive, and this was in the... How'd uh, that happen? Of, oh, he had six tons of steel fall on him. Okay. And he managed to not get damage to his brain stem? No, no, no not his brain stem, but he, had, well, he, he, he could have had brain damage to his brain stem because of this basal skull fracture. Yeah. What happens is you herniate from uh, above your t the tentorium to below, and that pressures your brain stem, and you die. He did well, not. He had, he, had like... a he had a temperature up to 105. He's a grown adult man. Yeah, 105. That's not good. Had to have ice water baths. Had an mm. open fracture of his left leg. He had a procedure I've never even seen that was successful. Oh. Other other broken leg, broken back, and a broken arm. My. He had multiple. Oh, Jesus. just it's amazing in the 40s that he survived. And yeah, that was a long time ago too. Oh, that so... was messed up. Yeah. It is messed up bad. I mean, oh, he must have had some really decent doctors <laughs> to survive I, know, I think that, it was more like very good luck. Well, yeah. they just didn't mm -hmm. have the skill set or the knowledge. Well, they didn't they have MRIs. Did they even have CTs? I don't <coughs> no, think they, no, no CTs. They had some x-rays. And you can look at the bone. That bone's sticking out. Yeah, yeah well, we said try something else. No. He, he, had, he, had, he had a Papanicolaou procedure where you just grind up some bone, throw it on the open bone, and you and watch and see. And hope it grafts or something? Yeah, hope it, hope it grows on there, and then you put a skin graft on top, and that's what oh. you bought. There was no flat, flap technology was not there. I mean, it is bizarre. It wow. is just so crazy. Yikes. But aside from that. So basically, don't hit your head. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. bad. Try not to hit your head. I have a question. 22 miles an hour on city streets. I don't know. Just not a good idea. Yeah. No. I have a semi-medical question. This thumbnail. <laughs> yeah. She slammed it in a car door. I slammed it in a car door, and you can see that it's like detached and, and yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. But it's like, okay, It'll so heal. to the it will, I know. But the thing that I'm confused about what to do is it's like a mountain, you know, like on the left side it goes down, then the middle yeah. it goes up, and then yeah. like that's with the detached part. So as it grows out, the middle is going to be detached. Maybe. No, not necessarily. It's it's off. I can you can like yeah, but where it's growing, it doesn't seem to look like it's off. No, this isn't. It's this part in the middle. I know. Well, of course, that's because he smashed it. I know, but I'm saying <laughs> as it grows out, this part, this middle part, is not going to be attached. I'm not going to have. I know, but the center, the part that's growing, will reattach. Should reattach. No, I know. You might get a nail deformity. Oh, you I'm might get a. Saying... Oh, you might have a. You might have a nail that like goes off to the side. Yeah, you like might a have a funky nail. nail. Yeah, a nail. You have like no, a pirate. Be like a pirate nail. The a lot of pirates had those kind of nails where they're all. Arr. The part that's growing back looks normal. Oh, geez, you want me to look? Are you look at it? The part that's looking growing back looks normal. I'm worried you about. Know, people pay me for this sort of thing too. <laughs> I'm worried about as this grows out, this part in the middle is going to be detached, and then these are going to still no, be yeah, on. I think you're in good shape. You're in good shape. But as it grows no, out. No, no, that, that's underneath it. That's okay. Okay, I tell you. What? I mean, let me, you want to hear that nail's going to look terrible and you're always going to be like, No, I don't. I don't want to hear that at all. <laughs> well, I just told you the other thing. You say, no, no what about it? No, it keeps just... the same thing. So, no, okay. it's going to be terrible. Hang on. Kids, kids. I'm just wondering what? that as it grows out and this middle part is not attached, is 
the middle just like, come off. But then the sides are attached. Because look it, at how well, it, maybe I, I, the middle I, will come off and the sides no, will no, stay no, attached. No, 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 no. It'll all know. come out. It'll all be pushed out just like a regular nail. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay. Don't lose any sleep. You're losing sleep over something you shouldn't lose sleep over. As long over. as the germinal matrix isn't damaged, there's That's right. there I'm you go. likely to be any deformity. Okay, and then another question. Last question about my nail. Okay. Could I put a fake nail over no, it? No, do not do that. Okay, that's what As I was thinking. not, do not. Because I was like, it could trap stuff underneath that's it. That's exactly yeah. right. Okay. Fake, yeah. The fake nails the... have the risk of a fungus and all those weird, I mean, those, mm -hmm. and those are sort of a flawed kind of a thing. You look good, but then pretty, pretty soon, oh, we got to take these off because then you look underneath and your nail's like gone, rotted, thin, and you got no, to grow like, out. I have, I have fake nails that I do for fun, and it's like I keep them on for like four days, and yeah, then they pop is. off. But this one, I'm just, I don't know, I'm like for... Maybe you could do a press on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, don't do a press. But no, not for Just, an evening. You could do it for an evening, uh. right? One evening. It'd be best not to. Yeah. Uh, I just want to have nice looking nails for. We're not going to have nice looking nails because this no. is life. Is Part of life. I'm going to have scars um, all over no. my body now. I so, know. So wear um, how it is. like the fancy gloves that they used to wear in the Victorian just era. Just do that. There you I'll go. Just wear yeah. lace gloves. You'll look L lace. nice. Yeah. It lace gloves. Up. It is what You're it is. Do, Ooh, uh, we'll both wear gloves so I can cover this up. There we go. You and I can be like Michael Jackson. Yeah, exactly. Right hands. Are you going to do mid form or mid upper arm? Yeah, wow. Exactly. I could be like Elsa. <clears throat> you know? Oh, do they, we have... Uh, are you going to get the boots, too? Or you can mm -hmm. wear a black Tim leather on? glove with spikes on it. I could do that as uh, well. He's not on yet, no. Oh. I, I guess SBF got arrested. Who's, yes. I don't know who that Sam is. Sam Brinkman something, Friedman. Something. I still don't know who that is. The FTX guy? The I don't know any of the words that, that you're saying. Pissed away. This is a guy who he, he, he pulled a... <laughs> Fast one. Like a, Nic like a Nikola truck guy. Like, uh, what's her name? The, the, uh, well, it's my, he, he did a Ponzi scheme, basically, with crypto. Yeah, basically. what he did is he says, I have a cryptocurrency. Yep. It was, it was crypto. What, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Andy. He was cryptocurrency a crypto by, bank. No, he was a cryptocurrency by fiat. He says, I have my own cryptocurrency now. Well, anyone can do that. Yeah, but yeah. No, he just said it by yeah. fiat. I, mean, I don't know that he had mining or anything like that. You could mine it. No, he... He I had it, and then he, he, was, he yeah. inflated it, and just he manipulated the cost of the yeah. fake one, and well, and as people invested, mm -hmm. he says, "Oh, your money's worth this much. I'm gonna I'm gonna replace it with this money." He took the money that they gave him out of the corporation sure into did. his pocket, mm -hmm. and it it sort of disappeared. Textbook Ponzi scheme. He was oh, paying he, his parents tens mm -hmm. of millions of dollars. Oh, mm -hmm. They were buying mansions all over the place. That's yeah. I just don't understand Har how Harvard law professors were they? No, Stanford. Stanford. Stanford, uh, Stanford, some sort of professor, business, eth business ethics professor, oh! something like that. I mean, gee, it's <laughs> even even better. And he went to MIT, and he, uh, you know, that's a much smart kid. But what happens is that they have, and smart then they, enough and to then, steal. and they say, you know, what, well, gee, you know, I could be smart, but then I could like get all this money, and not really worry about mm -hmm. any yep. consequences because no one's ever going to. And they were, and it was a bizarre group of kids that were doing this or. Well, Younger so, people, I shouldn't say they were not children. <clears throat> they were a bizarre group of adults that did this, and they had other social pieces which were just odd. Oh yeah, they were just amongst the polygamists twin. and yep. or poly They're polyamorous, up, yeah. not polygamous. Polyamorous. Polygam polygamy is only related marriage. to marriage. Yes, polyamorous. I know that's why I corrected yeah. myself. I just don't get how. I'm so just... I could generate a million one hundred twenty-eight bit numbers. And call them Bernard Bucks yep. and say, oh, yeah, each one of these is worth $100, and people will buy it. Yep. It just doesn't make sense to me. Well, he was selling himself as an altruistic 
Oh yeah, he, he had all person. the liber- He oh, was we- going to do all of these the fabulous yep. things. Everyone is altruistic. The only and reason is, yeah. to make money is to give to the poor yep. as they're buying compounds in yeah. Bahamas. Well, that's what every corporation does. They're like, oh, we'll give uh, 0.0001% of our net profit yeah. to what? some charity that we actually own. Yeah, I think people are waking up to all of this. BS. I hope so, because and people are... There's pictures of SBF, you know, hugging and uh, with Maxine Waters, and he was a huge donor to the Democratic Party, yep. and she had asked him very politely, because they're buddies, if he would testify, and... I think he was supposed to testify today, and he got arrested yesterday, which is weird. Oh, how he, had, he wasn't in, he wasn't subpoenaed to testify. Well, we should stop talking about Tim because he's on. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, thank you. But thank you. but before we move on to Tim, what I don't understand is he's he's a resident of the Bahamas. How did we end up arresting him? The no, Bahamas, we did arrested, the Bahamas him. arrested him. The Bahamas. The arrested U.S. is him. going to request extradition. Oh, okay. And I think you're, the Bahamas you're has talking a, about me calling from the Bahamas in jail. Yep, yes. exactly. As you're using you put their down one phone your call. ten it, poly you friends and am I coming talk. through clear enough? Yeah, you are. I got to go to the mess hall and hopefully I won't get shanked on the way. <laughs> yeah, or you, or you the won't Bahamas get. Bahamas does you, have an extradition treaty, so he's oh, gonna get. So that's not the best place to or go you, if you're no. gonna hide no. from the law. Or you won't get Paul or amortized on the way. Well, he's yeah. gonna get a lot of that if he you goes to be jail. Be a polycule. But I wonder what's gonna happen to him actually, because he's he's got really super powerful friends. But now that he doesn't have anything to give him them anymore, yeah. they probably will turn. What on have you him. done for me lately? Yeah. So it's going to be, is it hopefully, you know, because you don't wish this upon anybody, but let's just hope he doesn't go the way of Jeffrey Epstein. If well, I were him, I probably would. I'd be worried about it. If you got powerful people, well, not that to you, mention, don't, you don't want him talking about well, you. Well, but he's got a great cover story. He's got a cover story. You invest in my company and I'm going to help the poor. So all, only good people gave him money, right? That's what the this, this story is going to be. That's what they're going to say. Where did all that money go? No, they didn't give him money. They invested money. Wow. Two different things. This is true. This is true. So So, so I I bet a lot of people lost everything on this guy. Oh, lots of people lost a lot. He wouldn't want to encounter those people on the street is what I'm saying. Well, from the entertainment angle, you know, a lot of – look, celebrities get sued all the time. Yes. But there are several big-name celebrities named in a suit – that they said invest, invest, invest in this guy. I mean, oh, how yeah, they were accountable ads. are they going to be held for anything? I don't know. Again, like I say, it's, it's, I'm sure celebrities get sued more than we actually know. But yes. this is so high profile. Cool. So, Somebody's going to want action. You well, know? they were being paid, right, to, to sure. do ads. So yes. how can they be held accountable if they were paid to do an ad? Because, I mean, let's say a celebrity's paid to... Uh, tout a pharmaceutical and people take it and there's that's know, a great point you know, yeah they yeah. can't I really mean, it be could held be, accountable in my opinion it could be a, a, like look at their their easy targets because they're celebrities and it's so public you know there are commercials running during the football games or whatever that i yeah i, I could see where you're coming from i mean it all depends on whether some of them had part ownership in the company too you know maybe well, were they investors it would it matter if they were investors in the well, company i would think so yeah, well, yes what, what might happen and i would get i would guess to a certain extent clawbacks of bih 
they're going to they're going to be oh, clawback. Yeah. Yes, there will. And what's going to happen? So these. So what could happen? I think. I think the. And I think that the celebrities that endorsed it, they got paid legitimate advertisement. They had no reason to believe that it was bad or good. They weren't. Right. They're just know, doing a job. Just doing their work. That's how they make a living. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But they may have. I think their agreement's going to be. Here's your money back. Goes back to the, they claw back all that money that they paid to all these people, and most of them can afford it. It's not going to change their lifestyle. It's not that big a deal. Claw back yeah. all that money. They're going to claw back as much money as they possibly can. All those houses, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff, unless it's been lost to gambling and uh-huh. into the ether someplace as cash. They generally only can claw back from the people that caused the problem. So no, yeah. no, right. yeah, no, right. no. Well, anyone who has any culpability. But culpability is a vague Well, everybody's investment thing. is gone, so they're not going to no, be able not, to claw back on that. No, no, it's not the investment they claw back on. They claw back on the illegal yeah. purchases. Yeah. So the homes that he purchases, claw back. Yep. Right. Uh, the people who are paid, that's money that's out there. You can claw back on that. Right. They paid the Super Bowl for the ad. They can claw oh, that money can, back. Oh, they can? Yeah, on because that? yes, oh. because it was illegal Ill, money. Is, it was illegal yeah. money. Oh, and I that's the risk you could, take whenever uh, you do an advertisement. That's one of the risks that you take. Mm-hmm. Either you get insurance on that. Or you take that risk. No, because otherwise someone could make a bunch of illegal money, and then say, "Oh, uh, yeah, I'll buy your, uh, I'll buy your purse here for all of that money," and now you have the money, but if it can't be clawed back, then you can just give it back to me. It's laundered, easy peasy. Okay. But the, so clawback laws basically prevent that sort of thing from happening. Oh, I, didn't Fake know, I didn't know how far per, down the chain of, of spending they will they go, go as far They'll as they can. You know, they, they they did that with uh, uh, who was the guy here? Uh, yeah, the Denny Hacker. No, other one. No, he was. Uh, oh, the guy Madoff? that was on the no. That was no the in between. In between. <laughs> Denny Hecker. And uh, made up, uh, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, Petters. Petters, yes. Yeah, the lo- <laughs> as a local law firm that was doing the clawback on that. And that was, and I heard I had some insights into that from another attorney. And this is just this whole process. And everybody gets called. Charities that he donated to. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, you're going to get that money back now. Give uh, that money back. So. Well, what if it's, yeah. What if it's spent? What if it's gone? Uh, knew your problem. Oh. You know, you, you know, if you have any assets at all. We're taking those assets. Wow. Yep. I know. Yeah. It sucks to yeah. be those I people. I mean, clawbacks don't really produce a lot, though, anyway, no. do they? No. Well, no usually it's 90% of it's gone. Well, on the feeding our future thing, what is it, half a billion gone? I think they've clawed back maybe mm-hmm. 10 million. Yeah. Maybe. Somehow, Just well, in houses and cars. Well, if you think about it, all taxes, they're not going to claw those back. No. Because it's the government, and the government's going to say, up yours. Yeah. And what I never understand about this sort of thing, these people have to have some sense that something bad can happen. You would think. You, no, you know, you, you really well, that's would why think. they're running around to Vegas spending it like and, maniacs. And, and, and you would think that they would have that parachute so that, you know, the, over this, the, this was this was a uh, paper that was released by an investment uh, investment investigation firm or background check investigation firm or due diligence firm. They released this paper on a Thursday, Friday. Over the weekend, this thing lost $32 billion just based on the fact that they exposed all this. You would think that when you get to, you know, before Sunday, Saturday, you say, eh, this is going to help. I'm out of here. You disappear to your, uh, you grab all your cash, disappear on your private jet to yeah. uh, some African country where there's no extradition. You do pull an Idi Amin. You live there for the rest of your life. Boom. I guess they probably are um, a bit narcissistic and, and short-sighted exactly right. and thinking that they're gonna—they're smarter than everybody, so they're gonna not get caught. 
If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in Pocket Cast, Teaser, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Tom here with my good friend, CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, I was out in Maple Grove the other day, saw your new branch that's under construction. It's looking great. Thanks, Tommy. We're very excited to open our new Maple Grove branch in the Arbor Lakes area later this year. Well, the way I do math, that's the sixth North American Banking Company, and you only have five fingers. How'd you get to six? I used my computer. (laughs) (laughs) We better not ad-lib. All right, we won't ad-lib. Never mind. People will... Well, well, you're not mean. that good at it. Oh, yes, yeah, that's true. That's, you know, we have locations in Roseville, 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. One thing I like about being a North American Banking Company customer is I can do a lot of my banking online or on your mobile app, but sometimes it helps to go in and talk to one of your friendly bankers in person. Everybody loves when you visit, Tommy. We hope to see you in Maple Grove soon. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Well, right. some of that money that's disappeared is somewhere, and it's all in all likelihood he had a hand in hiding it. It's somewhere. Oh yeah, dude can't end up with nothing. I, I, yeah, he, unless he is that stupid, who knows? But yeah, well, they're not stupid. I don't he know. Just, He's saying er, he can I barely mean, pay his legal arrogance. fees. They've only got like a million or two left. Oh, that's not that's that's incorrect because those companies run well, have insurance policies for the legal fees, and uh, the woman. Who oh yeah, ran, what's her uh, face? Uh, uh, the one that ran the Alameda, the no, investment no, no, firm. No, 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 no. The person, the woman who ran the who Ponzi scheme. About. Uh, one blood, one drop of blood. Yeah, what the hell? Was yeah, yeah. I was just gonna Theranos. bring her up. Oh, she, fair enough. Oh, she. Theranos all lady. of her investments, all of her legal fees at this point are paid for by the insurance company. Elizabeth they, Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes. Her oh, they're getting that. stuck with that. No, they. they, they that's oh. part. Of, that's part of the premium. Yeah. You pay the premium. <laughs> it's gotta suck. Yeah, well, that's 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 corporate insurance, and, and so the, so they get paid. So she she they don't expose that. So that's a lie on his part. As far I don't as know, I'm maybe concerned. you can't maybe you can't um, put an insurance policy on crypto because it's not recognized as a who knows legitimate I know. currency. Well, I don't know. I mean, insurance companies can insure anything they want. Well, that's true. They've didn't they insure some movie stars legs yeah. dancers legs yeah, or oh, yeah. Was like yeah. Van, oh yeah jean-claude van damme or something they insured his i don't know there was some story about it i don't know if it's true or not but that's what i heard hmm. but yeah technically an insurance company can insure anything they want i don't think there's any law that says like this is an insurable asset hmm. yeah as long as they're you know and and it really comes down to they're going to charge whatever these extraordinarily high fees yeah. to insure. Well, that's it, right. True. Yeah. Well, apparently, I Heidi think Lloyd's Klum. of London. Lloyd's of London insured some. That's right. Lloyd's of London used to be the it. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, and I think they also insured. Um, 
Ron Jeremy. Oh. Uh, 20 celebrities who insured their body parts. There you go. Uh, I wonder. Uh, I think maybe. I'm reading it through a microscopic window surrounded by ads. Yeah. So it's going to take a while. So I'm just I'm going to do a quick Google too because that thing with the legs, I know Heidi Klum I know the person. Did. I'm thinking of a way older. Let's one. see, Betty Davis or oh. it's, Bet, it's Betty, right? Yeah, Betty Davis. Yeah. She insured her waist. Her waist? It's like what's going to happen to your waist that isn't going to kill you? You get fat. I guess. There you go. <laughs> Gain five pounds. Okay. Where's my Boy, money? That's a good scam. Insure your waist and then <laughs> you eat go. a whole bunch of food, get money, and then get thin again. Yeah. <gasps> Just keep on Heidi doing Klum I know says... what I'm going to do to make five million. <laughs> exactly. Our ticket out of here. At last. <laughs> Heidi Klum says her legs are insured for $2 million. Mm-hmm. Betty Grable started it all with the 1940s, insuring Betty uh, with Lloyds of Lon- London a uh, million dollars. Rihanna. <clears throat> Has her uh, legs insured for a million dollars? Legs. Who cares about Rihanna's legs? What would happen to I your know, legs? Like you have yeah. to get a, oh, you an break amputation. A leg. Yeah, you got you that can... choreography on stage, you know. Yeah, you pull it. You pull a Tiger Woods, you know. I mean, Heidi uh, Klum being the supermodel. Yeah, yeah, oh, whatever. You gotta, can't can't be on the can't be on the runway with a bent leg. No. Do uh, Jimmy Durant insured his nose? Oh yeah. What? Yeah, it was, it just, was a big nose. So was I was gonna say it's already like, signature. <laughs> it's signature nose. Already that's got for sure. Problem. Dolly Parton insured what you can assume she insured. Mm-hmm. Boops. Uh, boops. Holly Madison also. <laughs> Holly Matt. Whoever the hell that is. Sounds like a yeah, porn Rihanna star. Legs, Keith Richards, his hands. That makes sense. Oh, guitar player. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, but, his voice. Uh. How do you? I guess you're. Yeah, you're <laughs> wearing. I can't go sing anymore. I think. I think. I think if we got raspy, it'd be better. But yeah, really. Jamie Lee Curtis's legs, really? Huh. huh. Mm-hmm. Tina Turner's legs? Apparently, legs is a thing. Well, Tina Turner was miniskirts and dancing, and yeah, her legs were. Yeah. I gotta get my legs and waist and shirt. Bruce yes, Springsteen did his voice. Yeah. Huh. So Daniel down. Craig uh, did his whole body. I can kind of understand the singers because if you were going to go on tour and you were going to make yeah. $500 million on a tour and all of a sudden you came down with some polyps or yeah. something or laryngitis and you just couldn't do well, it. There's all riders sudden you on those things. Money. You had limits what you can do. You can't, yep. just, can't just have a cold. No, exactly. but yeah. I mean, if you had like some sort of, you know, oh, these singers people? get polyps all the time because yeah. they strain Yeah, they the have all words. the drugs, though, believe me. They're all taking guaifenesin and everything before the show to protect everything. My what? Uh-huh. Uh, Mucinex. Mucinex. Ish, I hate that I know, word. it's a disgusting name. That's <laughs> yeah, why make, I call it Guaifenesin. <laughs> makes, you, makes, makes you want to hock I just, up a movie. I, can, I, I can't even buy it because I can't say it. I, know. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know. It really grosses so, me out. So, Tim, what's, what's your over-under? Mucus. How many films and uh, series are going to be made on this FTX story? Oh, God. I'm sure the scripts are written for some of them. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, you know, it. it I, I could see it being... It, it's not the sort of thing I would see in a theater, so it's got to be like an HBO yeah. sort of mini series or something, limited series. But yeah. for sure, yeah, but, I, they, I would imagine so. They have that salacial uh, kind of uh, piece to it with the polyamorous mm-hmm. kind of stuff, so the, it is going to be. Oh yeah. Oh. Plus, I will say that the, the dropout was a fascinating series it with was. Elizabeth Holmes. It was, God, and it, it was, was so really well good. done. I, I mean, believe... I was frightened by um, Amanda Seyfried. She was frightening she in that, was, in yeah, that series. She was very good. Um, I couldn't believe I got time to watch that because he was like, no, no. Eh. You know, he doesn't like any of that corporate stuff. Um, corporate stuff. Effery, as we call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and, and with the silliness of it all, too. I mean, the, these 
Walgreens guys that fell for her stick. Oh, yeah. oh and my then God. they did a party That's and then shocking. they sang a song for her. They just came off as so silly and oh my God. Well, they like, lost a lot of money too. Well, it was just really, it, it was so well done with the fact that she appealed to their egos. You know, oh, yeah. oh you're just not young enough and hip no, enough no. to understand us. It's, and they're like, oh, my God, she's right. We're just, you know, no. we don't want to seem the old. whole thing with her voice going gone. No, they, yeah. they, I disagree. She appealed to their sexuality. Well, yes, of course. That yeah. was a sexual well, thing that she was doing. and sexuality No, no, she was, she was, she was, she was just, <laughs> you know, putting herself out there, mm-hmm. you know, you know, with, you know, in a certain way with fitted clothes. And everything like that to these men, middle-aged, older men. That was that is that she yeah. they fell into it, and I'm yep. kind of thinking, okay, well, if you fell into it, knock yourself out. It's like it's like the salesperson came into me one time. She's uh, trying to sell uh, uh, breast enlargement implants. She comes in one time. She comes in. She has this. Does she v, know what you do? She, she has this V cut, <laughs> yeah. low cut kind of t- dress on with a pendant down in between mm-hmm. her obvious cleavage, and I and I thought to myself. <clears throat> Yeah. Well, that's not the thing you kind of wear into a professional meeting. But maybe you're going out for a date after this, and you're dressed for your your boyfriend or girlfriend. Hey, that's fine. Knock yourself out. Enjoy enjoy yourself. She comes in the next time. Next time she comes in, you know, double ply, uh, (laughs) cashmere Mm -hmm. sweater, fitted, no under, no bra. And I thought to myself, now one of the two, one, two people here are stupid. Either you think I'm stupid that I'm going to fall for this, yeah. or you're stupid thinking I am going to fall for it. Mm-hmm. So someone's stupider. And last time I talked to them, last time I used their product, period, boom, done, out the door. I, I got, I just I saw right through that. But there's a lot of people that don't, and that's who invested. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's true. Yeah, if, you, if you can spot manipulation, then yeah, you don't want to deal with those people. Well, people are pretty easily manipulated. They well, sure how, are. I, Ralph, I mean, you saw um, Dope Sick as well, and I know you did, you oh, did Catherine. Yes. And, and I mean, still mad about did, it. The, yeah, the pharmaceutical sales. How do you deal with folks like that? Well, how do you deal with any or corporate to a certain extent? And this is liberalism coming out. I'm sorry, but corporate America, just like government, is there's a lot of bad pieces to it. Yep. A lot of bad pieces, a lot of fraud. There's a lot of stuff that goes on, and that's maybe just part of a civilization system that way. You know, I, I, you know, the, the Nikola Truck guy was the same guy. He had run scams in the past. Nikola Truck. Nikola Truck. It was a it was a truck that was going to run on hydrogen, and he and he said, mm, we, we have all of the technology now to make hydrogen at one fifth the cost of what we're making now, and we're going to introduce and he introduced this fake truck, a truck that he had made, invested had made, it had a body put on it and a frame, no engine that ran, no it was just runs on fuel cells and batteries. This is the mm. best thing in the world. He took the truck to make it look like it was running, hauled it up to the top of a hill. Filmed it as a true. Oh my God. Filmed it. It was running down the hill. And people bought this. <clears throat> British Petroleum, BP, bought into this and said, We're going to build out all those stations. Here's money. General Motors says, We want a piece of this for our trucking industry. We want to, they, they got involved with this. And he used those names to build, build, build. All of a sudden, everybody says, Wait a second. This is fraud. There's none of this works. And up in smoke. He's in, he's, he's what is in this? October. Never heard in October, about this. he was yeah. just found guilty of three counts of fraud. Yep. Federal Boy, they sure fraud. buried that. That hasn't been out. And mail fraud. In... No, I've never heard of it. Mail fraud. And I saw, I remember seeing this. Mail this, fraud. Well, he, I think it was mail, part of they. It just, ma- says criminal fraud. Two counts of securities fraud and three counts of criminal okay. fraud. Oh. Criminal fraud would be lying about things. Yeah. And securities fraud, I don't know what that is. That's that's about the stock. Something about, yeah, yeah stock. He's selling stock so, when something that can't be backed and, up by a product. You know, I remember hearing about this, and I said, well, this is interesting, but I hope this 
works because the promise of hydrogen is uh, from President Ford I talked to at one time. He said, promise of hydrogen is every 10 years. They say, oh, hydrogen's yep. going to be here 10 years from now. And it's been going on for the past it's, 30 years. It's too late. Mm. Yeah. Getting the infrastructure for hydrogen across the country would be, it'd probably be a trillion dollars just for the infrastructure. Yeah. Hey, just add it on to the thirty-one trillion that uh, government already. That's true. Has they're they're yeah. more than happy what's, to spend What's another all the money. trillion? So. What is another trillion these days? So line up to watch those shows, and they'll be on. I wonder who they probably maybe are in production already. Probably in production. Alex, are you watching? Oh, the uh, Bankman Freed show yeah. you're talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah I bet you. I bet you he's making a. I bet you they've given him a retainer already and probably he's going to write a book well wait a minute when you are a criminal or you're up against criminal charges I don't think can you, you can i yeah no. i don't think you can either i don't know how it works so, I, I think maybe once he's charged i mean who knows i wouldn't put it past some of these hollywood folks to hey he isn't arrested yet let's get him that's true i don't know i don't know how that works yeah well what happens if okay so even in this the theranos thing if hmm. Elizabeth Holmes said they're maligning me, slandering me, whatever it is in a movie. Um, can she sue them? Or like, uh, as a public figure, I mean, she can sue them, but it would be very the difficult wrong, for her they to could win. just cover their butts at the beginning. They could put a disclaimer saying this is based on, by, yeah. based on uh, yeah. some has been made up or blah blah That's blah. All they have but to they do. actually used their names, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those... I would imagine there are limitations. I mean, you know, cre- you know, fictionalizing—not necessarily fictionalizing, but truncating. What, what word am I looking for? You, you do like composite characters where you take different, like a group of people, yeah. and you kind of and put them into a, fict- a fictional character. Uh, you know, that's that's the sort of thing that I think they're safe doing. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, if you all of a sudden made Elizabeth. Holmes, somebody like Jason Voorhees or Mike Myers. Well, yeah, then that might be. A you know, little, then yeah, then it's like, far. okay, you're making me look like somebody I'm not. So maybe there's a case to be argued there. Maybe we need to get Mike Bryant to call in. <laughs> well, in order to. I don't to, know. I don't know what uh, what parameters. Uh, you know, how far they can go. Yeah, I, I do. Know That's either. a good question, oh. though. Uh, in order to successfully sue someone for slander or libel. Uh, as a public figure, you have to prove that they knew that they were lying. So you can't just prove that they were lying. You have to prove that they lied on purpose, which is virtually impossible. Yeah. And, and it's, the other it's designed thing. to be virtually impossible. All these series hmm. or whatever, I mean, even though they're quote-unquote based on a true story, inspired or whatever, they're still a work of fiction. Yes, they are. So, okay. you know, they're not a documentary. Now, if it were a documentary... Where they, you know, they made it look like something happened that did not. If they slanted it that way, I would imagine the documentary filmmakers would be in trouble. But again, you know, if if you're working for a big enough studio or whatever, they're gonna have lawyers, yeah, combing over all this yeah. stuff long before the camera starts it, rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and what true. they can say at the beginning is the names have been changed to protect the guilty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Because she, she's in jail now, right, Elizabeth no, Holmes? No, she's yeah. convicted, but she doesn't have to present until spring. And I think it's because oh. she's pregnant. She, blah, I was going to say blah, she's blah. pregnant, yeah. She's pregnant. Well, she, she got pregnant so she could get she, uh, so leniency. leniency yep. I think a lot of people have babies in jail. Well, she, she, she got pregnant she, before, though. 
I know. So but... that the judge would be lenient because she's a psychopath. And and yeah. let's face it. I mean, she, I think she got 11 mm -hmm. years. She got 11 years. She'll do half of that. She'll be out in five. And it's going to be in a country club. And yep. Sunny, her boyfriend, got an, an extra year more than she did. Now, oh, that's I, because she dumped on him. Oh, she. But did. I felt that the document or the was it a document? No, docu series. I think there is an actual documentary Whatever series it on it, but this it, it was yeah. a narrative series on Hulu. For, yeah, it for, made for it made him look like he was a little bit better. I mean, he knew what was going on, but it made her look worse than him. So I was kind of surprised yeah. that he got an extra year because or two her, even. His trial was after hers. Now um, I don't know, Andy, if you have the information available. On top of the jail time, because, look, if she gets out after four or five years or whatever and doesn't have to pay any fines, well, she that doesn't. is going to be highway robbery. I mean, she had to have been fined, right, as part of the sentence? Well, um, she lost her company. Well, that was not The company I guess they're actually, they, they somehow valued it at something. It still exists, yeah. yeah. Um, and again, it's one of those deals where, you know, did she, if, if the money disappeared, where did it go? Somebody had to have known where this money went to. And uh, who knows, maybe Elizabeth Holmes will be getting out. And after she gets in, <laughs> she still has to report. Um, oh, yeah, she's got her own private island now. What do you know? Well, according yeah. to CNN, she was fined for $400. What? Yep. See, there's, there's something horribly wrong with the system then. It is, yes. Well, well she, she manipulated she... the moron judge. She manipulated, you know, everyone. Well, from what I understand, when you have these multi-million, multi-billion dollar companies, they don't, the, the individual doesn't own much. It's all owned by the corporation. Right. The corporation so when they counts take as over, a person, Yeah, basically. when they take over the corporation, they take all of the funds, all of the assets, which a lot of times includes their homes, their cars, because they run everything through the corporation. Apparently, restitution hasn't been set yet. Okay. Well, so the other thing is, it hasn't been a civil trial. She's only been fined $400, but the restitution could be as high as $800 million. Well, if she had oh, some sort of an go. insurance policy, if she had an insurance policy against that kind of stuff um, when she was doing this, um, that might be I don't be think able you can to... insure restitution. No mm. insurance company would be that stupid. Mm. What if she insured her legs for $800 million? <laughs> She could probably do that. She'd be out there breaking them. <laughs> yeah, really. A minute. Yeah. I fell. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just these scam artists are just, it's amazing what you can get people to give you if you're a good enough scam artist. Yep. You know, if you believe and, and, you know, in it and you really present it, you can, obviously, you can make billions. And the way they, the, you know, it, it's amazing, though, for us as viewers of a series where we can spot we can smell this garbage a mile away. Yep. How is it that so many people fall, well, again, like Ralph is insinuating, fall, I guess they fall under the allure yep. of, yeah, well, you know, she's a very charismatic individual mm -hmm. and, and fashioned herself, obviously, uh, after Steve, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, yeah. Yes, she did. Um, it's, a, it's just an amazing story, again, where you, and again, maybe, again, it's the way it's structured as a series where you see the BS from a mile away with dope sick and you see it with um, with the dropout 
I guess unless maybe you're a part of it, you just really have no idea what it's like. So, again, it's great writing, if not any other reason, that made us see how this thing all went down. Because because they're presenting both sides of the story. That's why you can Mm. see it. You know, generally. That's true. Yeah. You know, it's wonderful that you get to see both sides of the story. If you're just, you know, people are greedy. People yeah. have egos, and if you're, you know, the newest, latest, and greatest thing, and they're, you're promised a huge return on your money, people are going you know, willing to invest. The medical term for this is hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you, and you, you know, these, but there's an, el- there's really an element of uh, charisma and things that go with that sort of oh, stuff. Yeah. And these, and pe- people get wrapped up in that. And you can see that in these people. You know, you can see that in sociopaths. You see that in Hitler. Yeah, people, absolutely. People were mesmerized oh, yeah. I mean, I, by his oratory. Yep. And you see it with all these cults, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Charles Manson. Yeah. Celebrities. Well, My there's God. a reason that one of the most famous and enduring demon types is the succubus. Because it's very easy for that to happen. Some woman just comes along and charms a bunch of men and they after the fact they're like oh she she had me under their spell it's like no you were just a horny moron (laughs) (laughs) it's a lot easier to say it was a succubus that did it she used her demon powers on me yeah yeah she she exercised her wiles on me exactly it's not my fault yes it is no i'm a victim i'm a i'm a sexual victim of this now speaking of a complete mind f Oh, Has anybody seen The White Lotus season one or season two? No, no, but I've heard nothing but it's crazy and ridiculous. It is and I, bat yeah. s crazy. Really? And I yes. just got done with the second season. So you guys are at an advantage now. You can actually binge it if you want. They, they On HBO Max, they tend to only drop. Maybe they'll give you a couple episodes to start, but... For the White Lotus, it was one at a time for eight weeks. or No, six weeks for the first one. Six episodes for the first, seven for the second. And God, were we hooked. And, really? and, and so the, 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 sec, the seventh episode, the finale for season two just aired on Sunday. Who's so, yeah, definitely see it. I don't want to hype it any more than that. But there's a reason why you're hearing good things. Who's in uh, it and Alex. what's it about? Jennifer Coolidge well, is the only person that I'm aware of. Yeah, oh, well, and she's but... in seasons one and two. It's about basically these uh, obnoxious uh, folks that have more money than God that go to this resort called the White Lotus. And their lives eventually intertwine. But everything is based around a murder or a, a, a body that turns up at in the first episode so it's essentially it's a murder mystery and you kind of go through the whole series wondering okay oh i think you're wondering a who died but b who did it because they don't identify who died at the beginning but we know somebody in the series perished and the difference between the first second first season and second season is it starts with the body and the illusion that there are more bodies. So <laughs> it's great stuff. It really is. But it is really off the wall crazy at times. Okay. Now, have you been watching? Did you ever watch Dead to Me? They've got a new season. I haven't started that. I did. I did. I, I finished season, well, I one, two, and three. I, if I could do a quick plug, one of my favorite people to interview over all these years has been James Marsden. 
And how far are you in the series? I just watched the first season. Okay. Well, there's three okay. seasons. I must yes, have watched three the, seasons. I must and, have watched uh, the first two seasons. <laughs> That's what happens uh, I, when I, you I, binge. You don't know. I never finished the yeah, second season. Yeah. Really? The second season is... The second season is a little, oh, come yeah. on. Yeah, I never yeah. finished the second season. I really season. liked I the direction like, they took mm. the third season. Oh, okay. What show is this? Dead to Me. It's oh, got Christina yeah. Applegate and James Marsden. Oh, it got bad? Mm. Produced. It didn't get bad. It just got a little bit like, okay. Produced by Will Ferrell. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. still alive? Yeah, Linda Cardinelli Jesus. is in it. Um, Christina. It's, it's yeah. a great setup. I yeah, the mean, first season's I, really I, good. Again, I don't want to say too much about it, but I just like... I just like original, and yes, you just can't help but get out there with some of the details, and you're really going to think. Alex, how far are you with it? I think I'm like halfway through the second season. Okay, I so never you finished got... the second season. I got a little bit like, eh. Yeah. So you got to the kind of the, the give me a break yeah. scenario yeah. in the beginning of two. And yeah. if, if Catherine's only seen one, I don't want to say what happens in two. That makes you go, oh, come on. Is it like a jump in the shark kind of thing? Not really. No. I mean, it's just that they, it's a contrivance, okay? Yeah. It, it's just something to keep the show really, really interesting. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely worth your time. I, I just love the whole setup of, of the show. You know, this whole idea that somebody, uh, I, well, I guess. Has something the major to hide. There's a lot of Yeah, somebody things. has somebody, some, somebody uh, Christina Applegate lost her husband. She makes best friends with Linda Cardinelli's character at a grief support group, and Linda has a big secret. Yep. And then things get pretty crazy from there. Yeah. So the White Lotus is that kind of in this genre of you know, it, there there were a bunch of Nicole Kidman was in that one in California. Oh yeah. What's yeah, it yeah. called? What's it called? I would say yeah good. yeah Big Lies, Little Lies. Lies, and you know what? Yeah. I finally got through season two, and I don't know. Have you? both seen or, or ralph maybe you do or andy have you seen all of big little lies i've seen none of big little lies what the hell oh, is that? big little oh, big oh little yeah little, i saw that well, That's the, a, there was big little lies and then there was the other one at the resort no, big little lies yeah, yeah. oh Written yeah by, it nine was the, perfect a book, strangers nine perfect because yeah. yeah. it's a book by the same it's leanne moriarty and i've read a couple i've read like three or four of her books yeah, and it, well, seem, it seems like there's sort of like a little crop up of that kind of story. Yes. No. Yeah, yeah. I would I would say the difference between Big Little Lies and Nine Perfect Strangers. There's a little sense of humor in there because you do have Melissa McCarthy. Yes. I mean, you know, so there are yeah. kind of situational things that are funny, but I would definitely say The White Lotus has the most laughs. Oh, and you White know, Lotus it, is a you, lot. Jennifer Coolidge is so uh, far above and beyond. I mean, she has really emerged. She's been around for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember seeing her. The first time I saw her was in uh, Best in Show. Oh, yeah. She was, that was show. the funniest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a yeah. terrific and legally uh, comedian. And so she really makes things hilarious just with her observations. And she has a line uh, at the in the last episode of the second season that I watched this with my uh, wife and my oldest daughter. We were laughing all night because of this one particular line which i wouldn't be able to repeat on on, on oh. the air here but yeah it's... she is so fantastic but you got this huge ensemble of people um and the other thing is she's in the second season along with another character from the first season uh but the second season is a whole new situation it mm. you know you the only thing that you benefit from is knowing what 
Jennifer Coolidge and uh, her husband, uh, the, the character, what they went through in the first season. But it, it's almost one of those deals where you can pick it up on its own without having seen the first season. Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. And it still probably would work for you. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in, Pocket Casts, Deezer, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and podcasts the paranormal 60 with dave schrader but i would suggest just start at the beginning because there's some wild things that go on in this series and it's it's a blast it's creative that's again you know when you see so much like i do you know you just you get tired of the same old same old all the time yes uh so so yeah so when something comes at you like this and it's so off the wall at times um it doesn't jump the shark and it doesn't pull what they kind of pulled in Dead to Me Season 2. Okay. But it is still really, really entertaining. Sansevier actually binged through both seasons. Or, or he binged through the first and then he started watching the second one. So Bob loved it, too. Okay. It, well, that's not... A lot of know, people Bob, are hooked on it. You're, you're, you're acting like we trust Bob's judgment. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. I never said... <laughs> strike that from the record. <laughs> well, and I know it's rated like... It's like... 
pretty deep R. Oh, White is Lotus? it? What's it? What's yeah. this? There's like a lot of sex in it. White oh, Lotus. Oh, what's it? Wouldn't that White be Lotus. TVMA? All of a sudden. Yeah, I don't know. All of a sudden. A lot of sex The in doctor it. is interested. No. <laughs> what? What? Uh, what? No, no, that, that, I no, not really, because that's salacious. It gets well. I think that and maybe that's what went on for the second season. Maybe they just sort of leaned on that a little bit too much. Well, yeah. If you remember, about I don't know, ten years ago, every single series that came out, the yep. first one was just like Game of nothing. Did that. Oh God, yep. it was never, just it I was watched, ridiculous. I and then one they started episode, getting better. I watched one episode of Game of Thrones because like Dan was really into it because he was like at yeah. that age where it was like everybody was watching it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you gotta watch, you gotta watch it, and like. These cousins were I having know, sex or something. I was, like, I, was like, I'm out. Nothing. I'm out. Yeah. No yeah. thanks. No. 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 Too rapey, too, too incestuous. Rapey. Yep, exactly. I was just like, why no. would you watch this? Game yeah. of Thrones That's came the out. exact reason I've never given it the time yeah. either. No. I, I might have, you know, I think it was just on in the background or something, uh-huh. and I caught about half of it, probably, who knows, season three or four, and it's like, this does nothing for me. No. It's like the it was, same reason. It, whatever I saw was boring. But, you know, again, just the, the, pre, the, 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 the pretense of all the incestuous crap and all that. No. Who no. finds that stuff entertaining? Well, I'm, 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 I know it's about much more power and all that stuff, but, you know. Ugh. I'm binge-watching no a lot interest. of the great British baking show because we're— great? British baking show is the greatest. It's the greatest because Tom, <laughs> Tom likes kind of dark— Series like we're watching City on a Hill. Dark. City on a Hill is one of the best acted series I have seen. Kevin Bacon is the most despicable, pukey (laughs) human being alive. I now can't ever look at Kevin Bacon without hating his guts because he plays such a despicable prick. Just watch the horrible. Just watch the episode of him and Will and Grace, and then you'll like. Oh him my again. God, he's always played such a nice guy, and he just yeah. he plays this well, FBI agent that's just mm. cruel and mean and a drug addict and an alcoholic and just just he's just a puke of a human being. He's so good at it. Well, you know, I he, can't he was with it. the bad fraternity in Animal House, so. That, that's the right. Poisoning of the wells. There. Thank you, sir. May I have another? That's right. That's Nicole, right. Nicole Lewis says she liked White Lotus, except for the annoying music that constantly plays. That's you know, uh, that's one of the weird things about. Do you know what she's talking strange. about? There's less of that in season two, unless I just got used weird to it. But music. the first season, it does have some really bizarre music. Is it like um? What was that movie like six years ago? Like that, that had the deconstruct- drums. Oh, the drums. Was it Birdman or something yeah, like that? Birdman. Yeah, Birdman. Yeah, yes. yeah. I remember Dad Birdman. complaining about that a lot. A lot of, lot. Lot of drum mean, yeah. action. Yeah, the music was just too distracting. Apparently, it was just like a constant drum loop the yeah. entire movie. Yeah. I watched it, and the movie was good. Yeah, I remember weird drumming. Yeah, mm. and uh, I didn't care for the movie. But but more importantly, <laughs> can I ask you, Tim, what yeah. blockbusters are we bracing for next week? <laughs> Any at all? Well, I can't talk about it yet, but I have seen. Well, I guess I can a little bit. You can say the name. Avatar. Avatar. Okay. Oh, of of water. <laughs> I'm not going to watch that. Boring. Um, James Cameron I, I, said that uh, we have to that testosterone is toxic, yep, and we have to wipe poison, out. Yep. We have to wipe out testosterone. Yeah, James you know Cameron what? I, mean, I, I, yeah. I guess I didn't find it too preachy, but again, the first one, you know, well, you got it there. But um, I will say, I, I thought 3D was dead. Um, but I oh. had complete, I, I saw this, uh, cause I belonged to a critics group and there were 
two of us in the whole IMAX theater and uh, well, two, two. Oh my gosh, so, that sounds pretty nice. Yeah, film snobs, those critics. We we were got the special screening. Um, so I got these bug-eyed looking uh, 3D glasses, different yeah. from what I've seen before. Oh. And the 3D was spectacular. Oh, great. I so, couldn't believe it. I thought, oh, my God, I thought it was dead. But one thing about Cameron is, I mean, he is a very, whether you like his message or not, he is a very passionate guy. And um, he, it's that's because why he it has takes testosterone. His, <laughs> yeah. He takes him years to make these movies. But if he's going to do 3D, he does not want to screw over the, the, the person paying the money for it. Um, so, you know, remember there was a day when everything was being converted to 3D and yeah. all that yeah. crap. And that it, looks it was horrible. Just awful, 3D awful televisions. Stuff. Yeah, converted 3D looks 3D. like a one of those like cardboard cutout shooting galleries that they used to have <laughs> in circuses. Because everything, that's how they do it. They just have like three layers. They oh. have a deep layer, a forward layer, and then one in the middle. Oh. Because it's easier yeah. that way. But if it's shot in 3D, yeah, then which the, just is. the camera actually catches all oh. of the various so, depths. Yeah, anything that's new is always groovy. Well, what if you put play that 3D on a VR headset? Yeah, I, oh. It'll happen, believe me. So, no. That sounds awful. They're not, what? I pass out or something. I can do. I get, I get motion sick in cars. I can do VR, no problem. <laughs> yeah. So, I, feel like, I know, don't even from, feel like the the motion sickness would. Buy, it would be like my brain would explode. Nah, like it would just it be looks, too. It looks much. pretty much just like reality. Really? Yeah. But like Avatar-ish, flying around. And like stuff? you're in it. Yeah. Mm, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, it I, I, seemed really super high def to me. Um, mm -hmm. One thing was when they. They released, it was Peter Jackson did, it was the first Hobbit, and it was 48, 48 frames, frames per, per second. second. Yep. Oh, yeah, and everybody I did got not like that out. at all. I almost, that, I almost got motion sickness watching that. That's what I hear a lot it of people. It yeah. weird to me. But this seemed like, it wasn't like that, but it, it was seemed at time, maybe it was something to do with the 3D or whatever, um, but it would seem super high def to me. But it is, again, three hours and ten minutes, Ugh. but hey, you make... Two of the multi-billion-dollar earning movies—they're not going to argue with you. Well, doesn't it I, have I read to a be, story. Doesn't sorry, it have to be the uh, highest-grossing movie of all time just to break even? It's got to earn two billion dollars. Yeah, what? that is Avatar in, does. Yeah, just to break even. What? Because they spent so much making it. Well, what? you got it. So, so what? This is how it works. I mean. You you have the production budget and you have the marketing, marketing budget, etc. Marketing is huge. But you got people that take points. They have points, and they take it out of the back end mm -hmm. before anybody else gets their money. Yep. So um. it's got to earn so much before Jim Cameron is paid off. It's got to earn so much before. I, and I'm not saying that this is the case, but maybe Sigourney Weaver has points in it. Probably. Maybe Sam Worthing. You know, all the people that they needed to come back probably mm. have some sort of deal. Um, so that's why it caught, that's why it needs to make so yep. much. It's mm -hmm. not a straight up, oh, this, the production budget was, you know, $350 million and, uh, we just need right. to make that yeah. back and we're, we're flush. No, no. I mean, it, it's, a it's pretty complicated. Fingers in the pie as it were. Well, Forrest Gump, one of, the, one of the first big examples I heard of this, Zemeckis and Tom Hanks had, uh, participation, you know, profits. Yeah. I think the movie what made 600 million before it got into the before it was in the black and mm. needed to make 600 million and that was now, you're talking about 1994 was, yeah that was probably like a billion dollars 
in today's money. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. But again, I, it's you know, even at a three hour and ten minute runtime, I I didn't get up and go to the bathroom. I didn't want to leave. Really? I didn't have to go. I, I hate to explain my bathroom habits to everybody, but it <laughs> oh, really it, it really has to be addressed when you're talking about a three hour and ten minute movie. This is true. Yeah. Or you just you take you just, just take in one of the uh, tied. Uh, Tied bottles and it. Uh. It's, it's not as messy as you had ex- worry. Everything's in there. You, Women can use those too. That's from the, experience. Well, well I, you know, you don't, leave, you, don't you don't leave. You don't want to leave. You sit in the back. You Especially just, if there's only two of you in me. the theater, Tim. Excuse me, all the hell, but you know. yeah, yeah. So that's it. So that's it. That's that's the block. That, there's that one is, blockbuster. Yep, that's it. Oh yeah, no question. Ooh. I mean, it. The first big obstacle will for it needs to beat out. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, um, which is the biggest money earner so far. The big advantage that Avatar has is that it will be playing in Chinese theaters. Which which a lot of, yeah, not only to Top Gun, not. China uh, probably wouldn't let them. A lot of Disney films lately haven't either. Hmm. Um, So, you know, if they object to any sort of message in there. Yep. They and gonna, will not play it unless you cut it. And Disney finally said, agree with it or not. But the same sex stuff, Chinese censors wanted to cut it. And they said no. Okay. And I have to say, mm-hmm. hey, Disney, good on you for standing your ground instead of, you know, kowtowing to, you know, their demands. Oh, that's remember, a big market and I, a lot of money. It is. I remember it seeing is. the Chinese cut of some movie a few years back. I forget what it was. But it was literally like, uh, you know, we were talking about Forrest Gump. He'd say, life is like a box of chocolates. And then it would do a cut to just some random Chinese guy. And he'd be like, yes, I agree. It does. It is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> and then it would cut back to the movie. Well, They, they would just insert with... Chinese guys, like, cut in, talking to the other people as if they were in the movie. Oh. To make, to make it more palatable to the Chinese audience. Oh. Huh. Well, Fight Club did. They restructured they did the Fight Club. Where where the ending actually mirrored the book, but yeah. it just it, cinematically it just looked like crap. But <laughs> it was just it, a it cut is. to black with text on it that says, "And then the Chinese police arrested uh, what's his name, and everything was fine." In the end. Yeah, something like that. And then, but Marvel has done scenes where they filmed extra scenes that incorporated yeah. big stars from China, mm-hmm. and then they made that part of the cut. They 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 put it in there to make sense in the story. Yep. I know they've done that. I don't know if it was the Avengers. One of the Iron Man movies, for sure. Or Iron Man was involved in it. So that's one way of doing it. I don't know if that's the case here. I doubt it. Um, because this is set on Pandora light years away. Um, so I don't know what they would do to to make it friendly. And I don't know. I, mean, I don't know why the Avatar has the international feel it does. But it does. It certainly did. It certainly helped the first one along. I don't so, know. You know. The, the 3D was really cool back then, but these days, I don't know if it's good enough. Well, again, yeah, it, it really was watered down. And studios basically padded the ticket prices, and the 3D mm-hmm. was crap. This brings it back. And what I'm afraid of now is because this is so convincing that the studios are going to start scamming people again and bring it back but this is by far the best 3d that i've seen okay i will say that much it was it was just amazing but again imax 
IMAX 3D, I don't know. If I saw it on a large screen format, is it going to be different? I mean, who knows? Who knows? I mean, if the technology works better with some formats than it does others, I don't know. I, it would suck if somebody listening would say, hey, I went and saw it, but I thought the 3D sucked. Well, I can just tell you from the where I saw it, it was spectacular. Great. Well, we got we have to move on, Tim. Thanks, thanks for calling in. All righty. Have a great week, and uh, we'll talk next week yep wonderful thank you next week but not the following week yes bye-bye see ya and we have Kristen. there she is hello hello i was just listening to the avatar conversation i saw it last night myself oh yeah (laughs) what'd you think about the 3d i actually enjoyed this movie this is not my genre it is too long i will say that i'm not gonna lie but it goes by very very quickly really um i did not make it through the whole movie without having to go to the restroom. Yeah. So if you want to know. Okay. Three but, hours. Like, something big time. happened. I, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just going to say something big happened about three quarters of the way through the movie. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to be wrapping it up. And then they're like, no, we need to go and do X, Y, Z. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. A lot of movies do that. So the fake I ending. Have to exit <laughs> at you know, that point. You know what they should do in, in movies like that? They should have the main character take a bathroom break. To signify that you should take a bathroom break. This is at the point where you need to take a break. Exactly. They're fighting aliens. And 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 then all of a sudden the guy's like, hold on. Or they should should just reintroduce intermissions. I don't understand why they don't do that. It takes people out of the experience, though. It breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, but it's going to make more money for the movie theater because people are going to stop and get some popcorn. That's true. Drink at the bar and three hours. Your popcorn's gonna be gone two dots. hours before you, the movie ends. Yeah, yeah, and, and it and it, ex, it expands the experience. It ex, you know you you go for the movie, but people some people go for the popcorn, go for the drink, go for a little, well. They could have an intermission. Yeah, popcorn and still and have, crunch. That's they could, the movie experience. They could <laughs> have an do. intermission and still have something on the screen for the people that have to sit there and stare at a screen to you know. They just have the, one of them they tap have the dancing. actors tap yeah. dancing they with should, the cane. They, they, they something. Should, they, should, they can run ads. They can run previews. Something. They can they can also have people come through the theater for sales. They can be selling yeah. stuff. Merch. Well, Merch. Like it, think about going to like live theater. They just drop the curtain. It's like, see you in 20. That's true, yeah. yeah when you come back, come back, you're not later. like, where am I? Yeah, like, I don't remember the story. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why did they do this? I can't well, I can't How do engage. I get back in here? I'm just going to yeah. go home. Yeah. Forget it. Well, yeah. theater, the whole idea is suspension of disbelief. Yeah. It's like, you know, if you are so cynical would, enough. So would Avatar. <laughs> Well, I don't know. In theater, it's like... Yeah, a movie is the same way, though. Yeah. Well, but a movie looks a lot more real, I think. You know, theater, obviously, no matter how good the sets are, they look fake. Because they are fake, and that's just part of, you know, it's what we expect out of theater. But movies are doing their best to basically replace reality in a lot of ways. So Hmm. being taken out of that might be more jarring. I don't know. I don't know. I think that theater has a lot of great... I don't know. That can be very real as well. I mean, regardless of what, or if you go to theater and there's no set. I mean, uh, uh, Kabuki. Yeah, well, not Kabuki is and no women. Uh, Hasn't been a lot of Kabuki lately in America. But more importantly, and, and if we could just move away from entertainment just just for a second, and and just st- just but it's entertainment day. No, but it's I, Tuesday. No, I want to dip my I want I want to dip my toe with Kristen into true crime. What have you heard from Idaho? 
Oh, uh, you know, this is what I heard from Idaho. And for anyone who is squeamish, please step away. I'm, I'm serious. Uh, just trigger warning. I heard yesterday, and this was off of KFI, um, and it, one of the parents, and I believe it was Kaylee's father, has been speaking to the media pretty freely because he's frustrated. Because today is one month. Yeah. We are at the 30-day mark, and that those poor families are like, we feel like nothing's being done. We feel like the killer's on the loose and just getting away with it. I completely understand their frustration. But he revealed, and this had been alluded to a bit before, just saying that, not everyone was killed in the same exact manner. And he revealed, and I don't know what network he revealed it to, KFI was um, reporting on the information that he had revealed, just saying that his daughter had been filleted. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, well, where he, and he made the point that the other bodies, um, the, the couple that was together on a different floor, they had defensive wounds. And then the girl that was staying in his daughter's um, room as well, um, she was stabbed. So, but not filleted. Fillet was like a very specific word. Like her liver and some of her organs were completely sliced. Oh, someone wanted to be Jack the Ripper, okay. I think. What are you? Well, that makes me about? think like this is Idaho. Who's the it- hunter? Yeah, there's there, there's in- Idaho murders happening. Alex has no idea what's happening. It was no a college. It was some about. college students. University they, of Idaho yeah. in Moscow, Idaho, four weeks ago, four four three coeds and a what do you call it? a male student, not a coed, uh, yeah. were were murdered on the second floor of a home. All murdered, and some more graphic than others, or you know, apparently, and. and uh, and, and apparently, well, apparently, but that's there's a lot that goes into this. Um, apparently, uh, there's no clues or there's no public information of clues as to what's going on. And there's this huge outcry. How come this can't be solved immediately? And I cannot imagine the mess that these police walk into to try to DNA and all that sort of stuff and to figure everything else. Yeah, yep. I didn't know that it was like all that brutal. It sounded like it was some sort of a random attack. But no, I mean, somebody, no, that, somebody that, going in and filleting somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's, yeah. and that was the first thing the police said. This was, this was a targeted attack. Mm-hmm. So no. I think other people were collateral damage in that house. Yeah. Yeah. It does seem that Kaylee was. And, and it was so much blood that the blood was seeping out of the house. Oh, my Like, God. through the floorboards, like, down the house on the outside. And... I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine the torment for these families. Well, like, I honestly. Yeah, the, well, anyhow, so that's that's so that's the the latest. It's just a grim. It's like a small city, right? It's oh, not, oh, Moscow's yeah. nothing. It's a way up north near Kurt Lane. Moscow, Idaho. Yeah. yeah, it's a college town. Population and, of twenty five thousand. What part of the state is it? In? North. North. Okay. North. Borders okay. Washington. Yeah. Oh. Very oh, okay. close. So mm. yeah, so there you go. So that's that's the ter- current true crime. That's the current crime that's. Uh, I hope they solve it. Internationally being followed. Uh, First time now. hearing of this. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It is everywhere. TikTok, Twitter. I mean, YouTube. I, and to me, every single day, the radio is doing Idaho updates, and maybe because we're on the you know they're on yeah. the, closest it, to the west coast here, but we are hearing daily updates. It's, it. it's like the kid who killed uh, the girl in Utah and then went back to Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's, this is the current. This is the current crime that's yeah. taking the mm. world. 
So it's, it, it sounds like it's most likely somebody she knew. Most likely. Yeah. You so. know, usually overkill like that is personal. Yeah. Yeah, but that's Yeah, they call it crimes of passion oftentimes. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, oh, you don't spend that much time trying to mutilate someone unless <sighs> you have a very strong feeling about them. Can't you just not like something that somebody does and get on with your life? Uh, a lot of people can't. I well, guess not. What, 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 did, what did James Cameron say? <laughs> Testosterone, testosterone is uh, toxic. It's got to be toxic. Got to wipe it out. Does, has he had an? Has he had an orchiectomy yet? <laughs> probably. He probably <laughs> has. Got to get that testosterone out. Got to get that out. He out. takes androgen blockers, you know, estrogen <coughs> paste. He applies it. You hopefully, know. you never have a war against people that have testosterone. Ooh, mm. oh, yeah. That'd be ooh, bad. Oh, That'd be bad. What a poor Celine Dion. What happened to Celine Dion now? <laughs> Celine Dion. Yeah, she has. Maybe Ralph can explain this. Uh, better, but rigid body disease, stiff person. Yeah, I can't. I don't. I. She can't sing. I didn't investigate. She can't sing. She can't sing anymore. No, I guess this rigid oh, body the... thing. Your body. Your your. There's like four. There's like cords or ability to move. Yeah, there's like four categories of it, and it can be. It can cause twitching, like uncontrollable twitching, or exacerbated by anxiety and stress. Yeah, there are symptoms. And then they they become I guess more and more severe as time. It's a progressive kind of a disease. I, Dad and I looked up her age. I thought she was at least high sixties. Yeah, she's got to be. She's not. What? She's only I think in her fifties. She's fifty four. No. She's yeah, fifty four. I couldn't believe really? it. Really? She's fifty four. Because she has. Huh. I'm looking at d- it. Right. Does she have another medical problem? Because I remember all of a sudden she just started looking like really. Is it anorexia? Uh, probably anorexia. Well, I mean, yeah. she's very, very. She's extremely very thin. thin. But I mean, all of a sudden she just started looking very poorly. She's the youngest of fourteen children. Well, she lost her husband. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Died but, of cancer. Yeah, but he he was he was fiddling around with her when she was underage. Well, I think yeah, she's still good. Well, that was the insinuation. Well, that doesn't help. You know, there's a piece there's a piece of this whole thing in her eating disorder might be related to that sometimes is you know uh, you know uh, there's some bizarre no. some other things some sad parts to well all of our lives but in, this is the sad part that, of hers okay i guess she was going on tour and she had to cancel it because she um she can't reliably sing just... she canceled her tour for 2023 and has rescheduled it for 2024 in hopes that she is better is this something that just is transitory will it go away or is it hmm of course, you know, everyone's saying, oh, she was vaccinated. Was the vaccination. <laughs> They're going to blame vaccinations on everything until the end of time from here on out. Pretty much. But well, I just don't. Everything is either caused by long COVID or the vaccine. Yeah, that's One true. of the two. Okay, so this so, says stiff person syndrome is a rare autoimmune neurological condition that affects the central nervous system and can cause rigidity throughout the body and painful muscle spasms. It was first coined in the 1920s as stiff man syndrome after doctors described patients falling over like a wooden man. The exact cause of the condition is not clear, but the immune system is involved. Yeah, it's just one of those immuno. What a strange thing! Autoimmune diseases, yeah. and, and they and just, it's rare. There's a whole bunch of it's them, you know. Rare. And autoimmune disease. They just throw it out there, Perhaps. and the and the particulars of it aren't aren't well understood. And treatment is kind of not specific, and people are still trying to figure out how to take care of these yep. people. So yeah. it's not deadly, but it can lupus, significantly affect. There's one. The, uh, they say that uh, some of the intestinal things, like Crohn's disease, that can be one. Yep. Uh, yeah. There's just yeah. also the autoimmune. Hashimoto's. Mm-hmm. 
Thyroiditis. Yep. Yeah. This kind of thing. Uh, scleroderma. Pandas. The immune the system. Died of scleroderma. The immune really? system is largely a mystery to us still. Yeah. Yeah. Along with the microbiome and the brain. And Aside from that, we know yeah. a lot about the body. Yeah. 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 We good. know about the big stuff, but just not the uh, the little stuff. The really big stuff. The really yeah. The macro scale, we're all good on. We know where the liver is. We can point that out. <laughs> yeah. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts cryptid creatures like Bigfoot then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week we investigate different claims of the supernatural bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in Pocket Casts, Deezer, Amazon Music Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home. List it on the MLS and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. I saw that you went to uh, New York, Kristen. What were you doing in Manhattan? I went to see the Broadway opening of A Beautiful Noise, the Neil Diamond musical. Oh, how was it? It was really good. Um, You know, it's a jukebox musical, but I think what I liked about it is that it gave a lot of insight into his personal life and how that actually, it informs you of what a lot of his lyrics are about. So I thought that was fantastic. But if anyone kind of saw the clip, Neil Diamond was there and he sang Sweet Caroline for the encore because that clip went viral. So that was kind of an exciting moment because my dad was a big eight track Neil Diamond fan back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) He was a little jealous that I got to go, but um, it was a super fun night. And I I think the show is going to have some pretty good legs to it. There were a lot, like Neil Diamond has those fans, like the Fanalos for Barry Manilow. Yeah. <laughs> you were all there. <laughs> and, and, and it's, and it's going to run? How long is it going to run? Um, it's open indefinitely. So okay. as long as people are buying tickets, 
Yeah. It wow. will it'll be playing on Broadway. Then um, it'll start to tour, I'm guessing. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that they'll have a, a tour out within a year, I'm sure. Yeah. Um yeah. And but for anyone who's a fan of Neil Diamond music, it's this musical is definitely for you. I mean and you know what to expect with the jukebox musical. It's gonna it's a fun, feel good type of show. Top hits. He had um more wives than I realized, oh. a little bit more drama behind the scenes. So many wives. Really? How many wives? So many wives. He's on his third wife. Um, That's pretty normal for a singer. Yeah, really. That's like baby stuff. But the amount of affairs that he had, that's very small. And I think that that was like probably the most dramatic aspect to it. Like he had married his high school sweetheart and then cheated on her. Married the mistress, then cheated on her. and his third wife, of course, is much, much younger than him. And I was laughing because I posted the clip on my Instagram page of Neil Diamond singing. And everyone's like, oh, is that you right next to Neil Diamond? I'm like, no, it's just another woman with blonde hair. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, they all look the same. That was a terrible day. Well, and I guess I look like her, too. So I was like, great. All <laughs> blondes look the same. It could have been me. could have been any... Cute Could blonde. have been any blondes in a black sparkly jacket, which I happen to be wearing. <laughs> you, to oh my god! Oh, well, what else would you wear to a very oh, Manilow? Yeah, that's what you wear. Manilow yeah, on Broadway. Bring wow, out the black perfect. Yeah, they asked us to wear sequins because he was known for his sequin yeah, jumpsuits. Absolutely. Um, which, by the way, my friend is, is the producer. Ken Davenport is the producer of this musical. That's how I got the invite. But um, he is also working with Barry Manilow on his jukebox, jukebox musical called. Harmony. So that hopefully will come to Broadway in the next couple of years. Cool. Are you a fan of Lowe? I'm, you know, my uncle was a huge fan of Lowe. And so I think just out of like sweet nostalgia, I yeah. love Barry Manilow. Melissa's like that with like uh, Elvis and Conway Twitty and that sort of thing. Because that's what her grandma used to listen to. Yeah, it's there's just something like sweet about those memories. I mean, my uncle was a hairdresser who like loved Barry Manilow. I mean, totally fits the category of who should be a Manilow. And um, I mean, he used to sing Copacabana to me all the time. And then you you get older and you hear the lyrics and you're like, oh, this is totally yeah. different. That's <laughs> yeah, funny. Well, oh, I-, I tell you, if they ever yeah, go, we went to uh, Mathis. What's his face? Johnny, Johnny Mathis. Mathis. Johnny Mathis. Johnny Mathis. <laughs> What's his face? <laughs> you know, right. I knew who you were talking Tom, about, and I don't Tom know who is, that is. Tom is huge into him because Tom can sing that range. Oh, so Tom loves to range. sing Johnny Mathis songs. Yes, he does. So, is he like I mean, King Cole? When, so I, I went with him, and when Johnny Mathis came on to the set, and he was just so elderly <laughs> elderly so elderly so very elderly and it took oh, his no. voice a really long oh, time to warm up but the crowd the crowd everyone is <laughs> so, a thousand so many women who are just like you could just they're they're still, their well they're like they're like 80 70 80 and they're fangirling mm. and it was just like oh my gosh that's kind of i you could do you could do a a show about the audiences for these for real, older yeah. guys. I mean, seriously, Paul rock Anka. and roll, Paul Anka. Paul Anka. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's kind of, it's endearing and it's its amazing how dedicated they are to their genre of music. Oh, yeah. When yeah. I saw Martha they Reeves, they them around. I saw Martha Reeves mm-hmm. and she was still in her like 
like maybe seven, eight years ago. I think it was before Fawn was born, maybe. And she was still in her little sparkly mini dress. I was like, sure. okay, Martha. Good for her. What else are they going to do? They're just doing it. They don't know fabulous. how to do anything else. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just want to go to all of the West Palm Beach things at the Kravis Center just to see the audience. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of, yeah, when we went to see Paul Anka, a lot of gray hair. Oh, so mm-hmm. much gray hair. It, it, was, it was like a sea of gray hair. masks. It was a sea of gray hair, yeah. you know, punctuated by blue and pink. Blue, yeah. I know. It's so sweet. It's very amazing sweet. that they are still able to work because they want yeah. to sing, and you know people are paying tickets to see them. But there's something wonderful about that. And the yeah. adulation, the excitement for anybody who performs is a real thing. And well, and it's it is cool because I mean Johnny Mathis. I mean he, like I said, he came out. He was a little weak, and then as the crowd kind of encouraged him, and you know. Applauded. He his 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 voice got stronger and stronger, and Aww. you could hear the old Just Johnny Mathis. Yeah, That's yeah. Nice. Wow. yeah. yeah. They really really respond to it. Maybe so. the music next kicked that. in. Okay, <laughs> mom's gonna vomit if you talk about it anymore. <laughs> you know, one thing we did. One thing I don't want to go. I don't want to dwell on this or brag or anything. But when we were in Paris, mm-hmm. we went to see. We went to the oh, Opera Nationale. Yeah, you got to see and the new we, opera house. And we saw been? we saw Bizet. Uh. We saw Carmen. And oh. it was it was hardcore. It was one of the best things. Full. I bet got the, the acoustics full, were amazing. Oh, they just got done. A, what a ten year renovation with that place. Of really? the new one or the old one? The old one. Ten years. No, we were in the new one. Oh, you were in the new, new one. one oh. by uh, Place Bastille. Oh, did you the, dress up? Did you get uh, all gussied up for the no, night? No, didn't get gussied up, but we were dressed dressed Parisian. I'm glad you were dressed. Par- Parisian, Parisian chic. Yes. Parisian chic. <laughs> I went in my bathrobe. <laughs> and, and we, uh, it was a great experience and a great performance. I, I, and to see it in Paris, the French, a French uh, composer in Paris, mm-hmm. it was unbelievable. And they are a little bit riskier with when it comes to certain uh, physical things. They had a live fire on stage and everything. Really? Huh. And they had, and there were some sexual pieces to it that were really European. way more than you would see here. Mm. The sec- Very European. The second scene, the second scene, or the second uh, half, started by one of the soldiers coming out on stage and taking all of his clothes off. Oh, as you Hello. do. Hmm. And then he did. There was, oh, a, there was a Toreador kind of uh, movement oh, dance kind of thing that he did. Well, okay. very well done. And, I, I, they, and they, at least they, he was good at it. Well, they did. No, they they had. I think he had. I think he was covered with you know a flesh colored uh, thong. Oh, oh like so a something. body suit kind of thing. Yeah, because I'm thinking no, you know no, no, marching but, around but was, with but naked they, would be a little but they distracting. Per, but but the lighting was such. His groin was never in light. Uh, I mean, it, the lighting uh, was done exceptionally okay. so, well. So artistic. Oh, very, very, <laughs> very, very, very well, very it's polite. It wasn't yeah. like gross. Yeah, you know, you made it sound gross. <laughs> <laughs> it could, it could have been gross, but you know, it was. It, and I can't tell you, it was just it, any experience like that. If you if you enjoy opera, enjoy, or you see a play in New York, I mean, those are just they're just the best thing in the world. Hmm. I can't wait to they see the Ring be. Cycle in Berlin. That's what I want to go That's very hardcore. Mm -hmm. That is really hardcore. How long was Carmen? I know some operas can be long. Oh, it was, uh, let's see, the whole thing was about two, two and a half hours. That's it? It was two and a half hours. But in addition to that, half hour intermission. Yep. Which was nice. You go out, you take a leak. What about the ring cycle? That's got to be five hours. Oh, the ring cycle. The ring, the whole cycle, all four operas is, oh, that's like, like eight. Yeah. Ten hours. Uh-huh. Some, I guess some of those German operas, they're, yep. this, they're days. 
days. Well, that's my point. They're days. You do so. You watch them in chunks, like three to four hour segments, uh, mm-hmm. each uh-uh. one. No. And oh, oh, but the, but the that's oh the story, but the story is even more bizarre and hardcore than that. But the Carmen was done well. Done it with a simplistic kind of stage. Only had they used automobiles for staging, old automobiles for staging, and there were some sexual pieces of it that were really way just right on just fascinating like game of, of thrones no 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 there was no non-consensual uh oh, good. no rapey stuff yeah, no rapey stuff okay, there good. no incest it, no incest mm. or anything like that but it was very cool very cool i i'd go I'd, I'd go see it in a heartbeat again there so but i'm a carmen fan fantastic fantastic so Christian, do you have any? Uh, you have any besides Avatar? Any other blockbusters that are? Is that that's the only blockbuster that's coming so up? That's going to be the only blockbuster. Honestly, mm. that this is it. I mean, we are looking wow. besides Top Gun and Avatar. These are the two movies that are saving the entire box office this year. Oh, and probably um, I should say I shouldn't leave out Black Panther. Um, but without these <laughs> movies, honestly, we would have had a really dismal year. For movies and for the theater owners they are trying to figure out a way and you know i do think that our suggestion of having an intermission is a way to get people back because it becomes an event and it becomes yeah. fun mm-hmm. and you're like okay great i don't mind spending you know for two people what is it a solid 50 dollars night out if not more um if you're paying for babysitters that's way beyond that but um you know it, it is one of those things people now have the ability to stream so much the pandemic changed all of our habits. It was something that was already happening, but mm-hmm. it just accelerated it at a rapid pace. Do you really need to go and you know spend twenty dollars on a ticket for like a random rom com? No, you can watch that at home. Right. Avatar's the movie you want to spend the the money on. The it's it's gorgeous to look at on the big screen. The three D is exquisite. And listen, this is not my genre at all. So for me to be raving about it is a thing. <laughs> this yeah. is big. Well, um, and, did you and- like the first one? <laughs> It was fine. It was fine. I thought this one was... It sounds about right, yes. I thought this one was better done and more interesting and just visually stunning. But only one... The water, the water. I could just watch a movie with the water and the sea creatures and everything else. Was the the water CGI? Um, Some of it was, some of it wasn't. And you can kind of tell when it was and when it wasn't. However, it's still realistic enough that it does not take you out of the film. Well, I like the idea of the. I, I think we are. We should somehow patent the um, halftime movie moment intermission. Intermission movie because experience. we because I mean with all these theaters that have um, you know, wait staff that will bring stuff to your seat now mm-hmm. uh, and all of that. I mean, you could really they could make some money on that stuff. Order snacks. Yeah, there's so many things like just stretch your legs. You could sell merch from the movie like there's a lot yeah. of things you could do or sell more dots yeah sell more dots yeah because <laughs> get I, your refill yeah, on if, your soda because yeah, yeah. if you're in there three and a half hours you're going a pixar movie and you sell like a disney toy come on parents would do it to keep their kids quiet. well they could even do a twofer they could do two shows with an intermission that would be great yeah because most of the animated stuff is what an hour ten, hour fifteen, so they can keep kids engaged. If they got yeah, to run around a little bit and do something, and then go back and watch another movie, I think most kids would like that. Yeah, and parents would be willing to spend that money too, because it's now with Disney Plus, it's easier just to say we'll watch it at home. Yeah, we take the kids to a movie like 
every three months. And they really like it. And they really like it. Yeah. Well, it's a new experience. Yeah. Well, and they, you know, they have the big chairs that they can put their feet up and all the snacks. And yeah. they're at nice ages now where they can just sit and watch it. Right. Enjoy yeah. their popcorn. And oh, yeah. They love their popcorn. Although one time, Fawn, we went to go see Sing 2 with my nieces and nephews. And I bought them a medium popcorn to share Fawn, between Fawn and my niece. I was like, oh, we can pass it around, whatever. And then the whole movie went by. The popcorn that they had was empty. And I was like, wow, I can't believe. I was like, you two girls ate all that popcorn. And Ivy was like, I didn't have any of it. So (laughs) Fawn ate an entire medium popcorn by herself. And yes, that night she did throw up. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, that's so pleasant to pick up. I was like, I was like, are you? Ivy was like, I don't really like movie theater popcorn. And I was like, okay. Well, Fawn really does. And she ate the entire thing. Wow. And oh Girl after my own heart. I know. Me too. I love movie theater popcorn. But now Fawn's like, remember, every time we go to a movie now, she's like, remember when I ate too much popcorn and threw up? Yes. Yeah, you're like, I remember because I cleaned it up. Yes, yeah. I do. Because it was in your bed. Like, oh, God. Uh, really Disney gross. World's popcorn is pretty darn good, too. Really? I did not know this. Disney World or Disneyland? Both. <laughs> Either one. They're uh-huh. both delicious. That is good to know. I'm headed to just... Disney World next, so that's why I'm thinking about it. When are you going to Disney World? I'm going to Disney World. I'm just going to Epcot for the day. We're, we're in for a wedding um, in early oh, January. So we're going to be there January 8th if anyone wants to join us at Epcot. Epcot's Go the best. and do the Ratatouille ride. Yes. Okay. A hundred I mean, thousand percent. It's so crazy. It's wonderful. It's the best. It's wait. just Epcot's yeah. great. Yeah, if you're going to do a pass, get, get the... Um, you can pay, what is it called now? Genie Plus. Lightning Lane. Lightning Lane. Genie Plus. It's it like two different. You, you can pay. The same. I think you can pay. You have to get on the app at 8. Oh. No, it's like 7 a.m. the day 7 o'clock of. in the morning yeah. to get your, yeah. And Ratatouille Lightning is Lane. obviously but you one can of only the book, biggest one. But you can only book one at a time. And then every two or three hours, you can book a new one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we have the same system out here in Disneyland, and nobody likes it. Yeah, see, that just it sounds so unpleasant. much. It's stupid. terrible. What is it? It's, yeah. creating, it's creating a class system. Oh, it is. A financial so class system. Well, but here's the thing. mistake. I don't I know. I hope the new regime that's in at Disney changes it back. I don't know. It's stupid. What was wrong with the Fast Pass thing? Because yeah. you got three rides a di- mm-hmm. in a day. Yeah. It was just I like. Know, that sounds It was right. free. That was the problem with Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's true. It was free because remember, you would go up and you would get a little slip of paper, and it would tell you to come back at a certain time, and then you could you could just waltz right in. Yeah. But why didn't they? If they wanted, and that okay, was only whatever, two or three a day. But like, pay for if you're going to make it, pay for. But do the same thing. Like, pick your three rides at the beginning. Yeah, I know. And schedule them rather than like you have to be on here at this time. Seven and o'clock then, in the morning. And you have to set an alarm for like exactly three hours after you scheduled that one to schedule your next one. And it's like it takes mm. you out of like the excitement because you're like, wait, we have to it book breaks, our next thing. It breaks the fourth wall. It, it breaks does. the fourth wall. It really does. And, and sometimes there are Wi-Fi issues. Yes. That if oh, and the app a, fails. And the on, the only the good thing, the yes. only good thing that they're doing is if the app fails, they can mm. somehow tell that you logged on. They can also tell if the app failed. So if you go to a customer service person mm. and they're all over the place, they will just give you what you mm. say. Oh, and if you just act like you have no idea what you're talking about, they also 
some potential some of them sometimes. Will. Some we'll of them are you, hardcore. Because we got a fourth ride because we booked one ride and then it wasn't showing up for a while. And so then we went and then they booked us a different one. And then the other one that it's wasn't showing confusing. up showed up. And so we got an extra ride. Sounds like that's server problems. That's serving, it's serving a things out a little bit irregularly. Stupid, complicated system that's that really you dumb. get to pay for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's a the, big problem. Everyone hates it. It's stupid. Yeah. So they're applying a 21st century solution to a problem that would be better served with a 20th century solution. Yes. Yes. Or just a way better app or e-tickets. something. E tickets. Let's go back to e tickets. I don't know. I mean, it's just, I don't know. Disney is not very magical when you have to do all that crap. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for bringing it up, Kristen. Now we're mad at Disney You're again. You get everyone <laughs> aggravated about Disney. But it's, it is true. That's the goal. Oh, my goodness. It's noon. It's it noon. It certainly is. All right. Well, we made it without Tom. Mm-hmm. Somehow. He, yeah, he had a massive nosebleed. <laughs> Oh, no. I'm like, what's going on with his health? He yeah, nosebleeds when he's well, stressed. Well, he's also very stressed out. Um, so uh, he's, he might be a little wonky the next few weeks, but we'll, we'll get through Ten it more somehow. Days. We'll, we'll get, get through it somehow. But we'll talk to you next week, and then we'll be off for, what, a week and a oh. Two weeks or one and a half weeks? When does Christmas fall? Christmas is on a Sunday. Yes. Okay. Next, then, the Tuesday after this, the week we have off will be the 3rd. Are we on that day? Yeah, we'd be back. Yeah, so I think, we yeah. will not see you for one week, Kristen, this year. Okay. Okay? Sounds good. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Yeah. Have a great week. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Uh, that wraps it up. Do you want to do a little quick blurb about your podcast? Blurb. Nah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. I haven't received, I, I there were like 15 people on my Instagram that they're like, I'll listen to it and give you feedback, and I haven't heard any feedback yet. Well, see our audience could listen to it. And but maybe I don't want a feedback. bunch of people oh. listening to it yet because of one, I want a small group of people to give me oh, feedback. Are going to do a focus, focus group? group? Yeah. A little focus it's group? It's a little focus group because mm-hmm. oh, we have okay. seven episodes up, but I'm like, I just want a little. Well, generally little. you do a focus group after one. Because we could, I know, do, but we we could just, do a link on our, when you're ready, we could do a link on our website too. I know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Well, you're really confident in your product, I see. I'm not. It's just, it's, it's, I don't know. I just don't think that the people that listen to this podcast would care about my podcast. They might know people that would care about your podcast. Mm. They might. Mm -hmm. It's true. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Moving on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. (laughs) 